yes, 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 about balls. It's a whole lot of balls in your face, yeah. Y'all get colder and colder <laughs> every week. Bro. Did you say y'all? Well, a- I didn't. I didn't just say nothing. <laughs> that's that's Nelson. Uh, but we we bro, are we you are your hosts. Like you gonna act like that jiggle wasn't fire, bro? That jiggle was fire. We so are your hosts. I'm balls in your face. Now yeah. shut up. <laughs> I'm Buddha. It's your boy Dalan, Mr. Late Night Drip. Tax Bay, all those good things, all wrapped them into one. Get it? Right, you getting like you getting like Nels now with the long introduction. You already know who this is, man. This Nels, aka Big Facts and Full Effect. All right, so episode. <laughs> One thirty <laughs> is it six or seven? Who cares? It's one something. One thirty something. One thirty balls. <laughs> one thirty balls. <laughs> one thirty balls. How, y- how y'all doing, man? Big chilling. Big bobbing. Bro, I've been big quarantine. Bro, I've been singing all day, bro. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, you need Ooh. to shut up. <laughs> you ain't gonna make me shut up, Jit. So you shut up. Children. What's wrong with this jet, bro? He be talking to me like he out of his goddamn mind. You got it. I know. That's why I said it. <sighs> you guys are a bunch of kids, man. You a bunch. You look like a bunch of kids. What the fuck? Episode one thirty six. That's what we're on. Dang! Sorry. Did you really go do research to find out what episode number this is? I had to confirm it. You know, in case oh people. Gosh. I had oh to confirm gosh. it. Head ass boy. Right. And it. <laughs> I had to confirm how many balls we've had because it's a podcast with balls about balls. So if we had 136 balls, I need to make sure that we had 136 balls and not 135, <laughs> not 137. <laughs> We're at 136 balls. And, uh, it is a lot of balls in general, but we got to be specific about the amount of balls. Bro, I quit. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oop. I was about to say something really reckless. But I, I know you were. I know you were. <laughs> Let's get to the bracket. <laughs> Let's, Let's get, get bracket, y'all, boys. Let's get bracket right. before this so, episode goes left. All right. So this is the uh, the final part of our three-part series that we I didn't realize was going to be three parts until this you week. You look like a three-part part. series. Yes, so as out here just creating uh, this shit and shit. As our loyal listeners know, like yes, our three part series. We knew that we were gonna do facts, facts. So as our as our loyal (laughs) listeners know, the past two weeks we've done uh, best album of the best hip hop album of the decade from the 2010s, and then from last week the 2000s. So what I've decided to do was take the top eight from both of those tournaments 
and make a Sweet 16 bracket uh, for best album of the century Sweet so 16. far. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, um, we have that kind of time on our hands. Yes, yes, we did. Um, now, like what, I, much, what I will say, there is a caveat here. Um, caveat? You know, Ooh, boy, with the $25 what? words. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, feel me? Um, Come on, one now, of the, GRE words. <laughs> one, of the, uh, one of the regions of the 2010s bracket was kind of weak. So we decided to replace two of the albums on there. Um, so if you hear two albums that were not in the final eight uh, mm. from that that podcast, just you know there was deliberation amongst us, and um, that's what we decided on. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, snitch on them, why don't you? So y'all boys, y'all boys, ready to get into it? Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? Yeah, let's get into that. Let's get into um, that move. All right. So, oh, man. All right, so to start uh, things out, we have J. Cole 2014 Forest Hills Drive versus T.I. Paper Trail. Cole. It's very tough. But it's that was very tough. I, I'm, I'm surprised that you made a decision that quick. Uh, Buddha, what you got? Cold World, baby. All right, bet I agree. I was I was trying to see if you. I was like, is he actually gonna say Paper Trail in this bit? Nah. Go ahead. Paper Trail. I, mean, nice I wouldn't even. I love Paper Trail. I wouldn't even want to leave it to a tiebreaker just in case you went with Paper Trail. I would have been upset. <laughs> so I didn't even want. Oh to no, I wasn't gonna go Paper Trail regardless. All right, Paper up Trail next. Cool or whatever, but uh, you know. Jay Z's The Black Album versus mm. Kendrick Lamar Good Kid, Mad City. Mm. Good Kid, Mad City. I'm going to say Black Album. Say so, Halle Berry. So this Hallelujah. is my favorite my favorite Jeezy album. Or Jay-Z album. Sorry, I didn't mean to say Jeezy. Mm-hmm. My favorite Jay-Z like, album. Wait, did I miss some? Versus my favorite Kendrick album. Mm-hmm. Um, versus Kendrick's best album in my opinion. Yeah. True. I'm going to go Kendrick. I'm going to go Kendrick on this. There it is. So good kid, man. Pick your poison, tell me what you doing. Jay Z I'm sure we'll see you again. Yeah. Oh, also everybody, just uh, just so everybody's aware the way this bracket is working, um, I forgot to mention that. One uh, if you haven't figured it out by now, it's one from the two thousand tens against one from the two thousands all the way through. Um, with the top four seeds being separated. So the the one seed from twenty tens is going against the two seed uh, from the uh, uh, 2000s, if you know they get to the finals in their perspective uh, region, makes sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So up next we have Young Jeezy's Thug Motivation 101 versus Big Sean Dark Sky Paradise. Hey. I don't know who played that, but that was me. Oh, look at you playing DJ. Um, I'm gonna go Jeezy on this one. Uh, versus who is he going against again? I'm sorry. Thug Motivation 101 versus Big Sean Dark Sky Paradise. Oh my gosh! I uh, I mean, so it's TM 101 versus Dark Sky Paradise. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna give it to Dark Sky Paradise. I love that album. 
D, I'm gonna have to give it to Dark Sky Paradise too. Whoa. Most people are gonna consider this a big upset. TM one oh one out first round. Some people are there are some people that's gonna consider that for sure. Not mad at it though. I'm not, I'm not mad at any of these albums to be honest with you. So No, it's it's really a win win all the way around, to be honest. All right. Um up next and one of the albums that took a place of, of another one that we removed, Nipsey Hustle Victory Lap. Versus Kanye West graduation. This is a tough one. Damn. This is a tough one. I am going to go first and vote victory lap on this one. You got victory lap over graduation. Yes. Okay. What you got, uh, Dylan? I'm gonna have to stand. I might have to. St- I'm gonna put the pressure on you. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say graduation. You wanna say graduation? All right, bet. So we're talking about. We're talking about. Um, ooh, an album like graduation is so good. Um, See, this is a tough. This is a tough one, and and that, there's a long period of silence just because it's really tough for me. Because both albums have good content, both albums have really good production. Um, See, and what makes what makes this <sighs> this hard too is because I know the three of us probably have similar minds that ever since we've been doing this, I've gone back and revisited all these albums that exactly. we've been doing, and especially shout out to Dylan for making the playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, was that on Spotify or Apple Music that you did that? Apple Music. Apple Music. Yeah, so Dylan made the, the, the playlist with all these albums in there. And I was supposed to add that bit. Like, I listened to it, but I definitely did not add that bit of my shit. I, I'm going to add that bit. Yeah. So um, it, makes it, it makes it tougher when you actually go back and revisit these things and sit with them. I'm, I'm going to go victory lap with this one, man. Okay. I'm not upset. I'm going to go victory lap. I'm going to go victory lap. Not upset. I was actually hoping that would happen. I was like, you know what? Let me give Kanye his respect. They hopefully All right. So shout out. Lab, shout I mean, out Victory to Lab is just, it's, it's for what it's worth, bro. I mean, it's a better out. There's better music on that album. Personally. So, so far, four for four, the 2010s have, have won. Mm. Just, okay. Just so y'all know. Um, I'm uh, pretty sure it'll even out because we haven't even went into like the stronger album for the, for the older, for the older decade. We're about to do that now, actually. This one about to be tough. Um, yeah, this one, this one's gonna be fire for sure. All right, so Drake, take care. Mm. Versus Jay Z, Blueprint Three. Mm. I love Blueprint Three, but I, I gotta go take care on this one. Bet. Dylan, I know this I is do. your favorite. I know this is your favorite Jay Z album. This is what yeah. made you start liking him. This is, but he's. I'm sorry, Drake got it though. Yeah, bro. Take care. Take care is is a good album. I would have gone take care as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's a better album. All right, up next, Fifty Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying. Versus Young Jeezy's Thug Motivation 103. I'm gonna go get rich. Jeezy just Jeezy just can't get a break. Dog. I know. TM103 cannot get a break. I know. Ever. He went he went up against Nipsey uh, last time and was out first round. And I gotta go get Richard Die trying on this. Sorry. I want to see what Dylan got to say. Fifty. 
There it is, 50. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jeezy. I love TM 103 too, man. I love it. It's okay. Jeezy don't listen to this show anyway. Facts. Um, all right. Kanye West, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy against T.I. T.I. versus T.I.P. Oh, I got my beautiful dark twisted fantasy? Yeah. Yeah. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy off the rip. And then the final matchup of the first round, Lil Wayne, Carter 3 against J. Cole, K.O.D. Carter 3. Carter 3. Carter 3. Now we get to the nitty gritty. Our Elite Eight. Well, there's a, there's, there's a matchup I don't want you to say, man. I already. Uh, well, up first. I hope it don't get there. J. Cole, 2014 Forest Hills Drive versus Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City. Didn't they come out around the same so, time? With that? No, they didn't. No, I think 20, no, 2014 um, came out after. The album that came out was I actually Good Kid, Mad City. Was, I can uh, tell you right Born now, Center. actually. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Was what? Born, Born Center? Center was the one. Born Center came out with that with the Good Kid, Mad City. 2014 Forest Hills when it came out with the uh, Pimp a Butterfly. Um, Forest Hill Drive. I'm going to say Forest Hills, bro. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying Forest Hill. Um, this was a matchup from the last one, but... Um, they meet again. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know if you know anybody was gonna have a change of heart. So, yeah, all right. Up next, uh, come soon. Big Sean, Dark Sky Paradise, versus Nipsey Hussle, Victory Lap. Victory Lap. Victory Lap. Oh well, all right. I was gonna go Dark Sky Paradise. Jeez. Really? Yep. Nice. Okay, Drake, take care. Versus Fifty Cent, get rich or die trying. Ah, that's easy for me. I'm saying take care. That's on y'all now. I'm, I'm out. Then I'm gonna leave this up to you. I'm going get rich or die trying. Uh, <laughs> I don't want. That. I don't want that pressure. No, thank you. Uh, it's Drake. Woo! Drizzy. Take it's, care. It's Drake. Drizzy. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh. Kanye West, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy versus the Carter Three. The Carter Three. I got my beautiful dark twisted fantasy out of there. Ha! Pressure on you, Buddha. <laughs> the Carter Three. Fuck! Why did you say fuck for like that? I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just trying to go through the albums in my head real quick. Alright, so I love both albums, but I really got to go with the album that kind of shaped a lot of, you know, my early college years. I got to go Lil Wayne Carter yeah. True. So Carter three. Our final four. One of the best album covers ever. Facts. <laughs> um, we have J Cole's 2014 Forest Hills Drive. Oh no. Against Nipsey Hussle Victory Lap. 
2014. Yeah, it's 2014. Good job, Nipsey. You made it to the Final Four. And then Drake Take Care versus Lil Wayne, Carter Three. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it again? Take Care versus Carter Three. Take Care. What? You said that so easily. Yeah, because I know one of y'all is going to say Carter 3, and I want to put the pressure on y'all, so I'm out of there. All right, Dylan, I'm putting the pressure on you. I'm going Carter 3. Damn, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's on you, Vidoc. Yes, sir. Oh, fuck. It's Wayne. It's Wayne. Carter's Wayne. <laughs> like, absolutely correct. That's the correct answer. And, and, and what is very apropos are two winners from each bracket. No! J. Cole, 2014 Forest Hills Drive versus Lil Wayne, the Carter 3. Oh, boy. I'm going to say 2014 Forest Hills Drive just so it's not on me. For sure, it's not about to be on me. I'm going to say Kodo. What'd you say, Buddha? I don't know, shit. We don't want to say Kodo, No, Do you already already know know. what you're doing? Hell yeah, he know what he's doing. Um, I think so. All right, well, what are you doing? I got to go back over the Carter 3 playlist real quick before (sighs) I confirm 2014. Yeah, I ain't, gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. The, they, the album tracks on those, the tracks on those, on both of those. Oh my goodness. Yeah, bro, because you got three Pete, Mr. Carter, Amelie, Got Money, Comfortable, Dr. Carter, mm. Phone Home, Tie My Hands, Mrs. Officer, Let the Beat Build, Shoot Me Down, Lollipop, La La, Playing with Fire, You Ain't Got Nothing, Don't Get It. Mm. And then remember the deluxe, the the deluxe bonus disc for those who who were really out here still buying albums that had "I'm Me," "Gossip," "Kush," "Love Me," or "Hate Me," and "Talking." That's about not it. fair. It's not fair. You can't do that because Forza didn't. I'm just saying. I just you can't just. Are say you it. sure? No, it didn't. Are you sure? I thought 2014 did have deluxe tracks. No. No. Oh, that's he not, was straight that's up. Not, with that's it. not. That's not. That's not Cole's bag. Cole did everything. Thirteen songs, just like Wayne. No. Oh, actually. Actually, and this one, what's craziest about this is the fact that they're back. They're going, they're in the final for the best album of the decade of the century right now, and Cole has no features. Yeah, Cole has no features on this one. That's true. Fuck. <clears throat> Intro January twenty eighth. Wet dreams. O three adolescence. Tell the two cities. Fire squad. San Tropez. Get off my dick. No role models. Hello. Apparently, love yours and note to self. This is tough. It was real tough. Yeah, bro. See, so here's the here's the reason why I might lean a little bit more towards Carter Three over 2014. So even though 2014 did, it was like a great album. It wasn't like transcendent, and what I mean by transcend as transcendent as Carter Three, and what I mean by that is very simple. Cole's bars got better. His production choice got better, so you saw like the mat- the full maturation of the artist, like from sideline story to born center to 2014. Like you see his maturation, like real talk. However, Carter three 
pretty much starts a whole new genre inside of rap. Mm-hmm. Like, Lollipop changes the game. Mrs. Officer, believe it or not, changes the game because he's doing that sing-songy, it's that sing-songy stuff that, that really gets it. And Got Money changes the game, too, with him and T-Pain. Who's that was at a club? She loved the way I did it. Right? You know what I mean? Like, he, that's that's what he does. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think, like, it transcends time. Like, you, you literally, if you think about it, if you ask these new artists who are, like, they're polarizing, right? Like the polarizing artists, like the Uzi Verts and the Young Thugs and the and the A Boogies, like these new guys who you either love them or you don't. If you ask them with like their favorite album or one of their favorite albums, they always say Carter Three. Always say Carter Three. I mean, shit. The man called his album the Barter Five or the Barter Six or whatever it was called after after Carter Three. So I, I I gotta I gotta just because of its meaning is it, how meaningful it is to to the progression of the culture, especially for these young kids. I I don't really get into their music like that like that, but there are some good songs. I mean, Travis Scott also alludes to Carter Three all the time. I I gotta I gotta go I gotta go Carter Three for just its meaning. It's how meaningful it is to the progression of the culture, and just those songs. A lot of those songs is timeless. Like there's songs that you you can pick a song for every category. Like if you wanna if you if you're chilling, you could and you're just going out with your boys and just chilling, you could play freaking uh Mrs. Officer. You know what I'm saying? If you going out, you're trying to get hype, you can listen to Got Money, you can listen to a Millie. You feel me? Like if you with your lady, comfortable is a perfect track for that. I Even know though, like, the got message isn't the best, the but debate. you know what I'm saying? Hi <laughs> 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 What do you mean? You going ham right now. It's like you're not even you surpassed your two minute time limit for argument. My bad. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, the twenty, the 2014 <laughs> argument is there. Like, we've been arguing for 2014 for the last two weeks. We've been saying how 2014 is great and how spectacular it is. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm giving my point as to why I'm going Carter three. All right. Well, I'm not gonna lie. Nels just sold me. Of course he did. He went for five minutes. You forgot about the other album. I don't blame you. How? Dylan, do you want to sell me? Do you want to sell me? I'm about to say. Five minutes to know is I'm not going to do that. No. We can talk about 2014. I can give you five minutes for 2014 too, Buddha. So that way we can be fair. (laughs) Boom. Here we go. 2014 for a All right. Boom. 2014. Carter three wins, ladies and gentlemen. Boom, 2014. Yeah, I got it. No, yeah, I got. I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Carter three. Um, fuck, it's really hard. But yeah, yeah. All right, I just gotta commit to it. Yeah, Carter three. Okay, yep. All right, that's it. Carter three wins. Album of the century so far. Followed very closely by 2014. Forest Hills Drive. That was a good one. Both albums are full of bars, so you can't go wrong either way. Facts. Mm-hmm. Are you loving it? Mm-hmm. That's what it sounded like to me. It sounded right? like you're loving it. <laughs> All yes, right. sir. So, so what, what we what we on to? What we on to now? I mean, let's talk about um, sports. Yeah, for one the thing, lack of one thing I did <laughs> want to bring up because I know we're gonna get into some football talk. I did want to mention one thing. Um, WWE related real quick. So um, on May 10th is going to be their next pay-per-view, which is Money in the Bank. Um, 
And we're going to talk more about that as we get closer because we'll have the full match card and everything. However, one thing I did want to hit on is they're doing a different take on their Money in a Bank ladder match this year. And I love it because they're actually getting creative again. Um, and seeing what they did for WrestleMania, I'm very optimistic. So what they're going to do, these are not going to be traditional ladder matches. These, this is going to be, uh, they have to climb the corporate ladder, in quotes. So the matches will be taking place at WWE's corporate headquarters in Stamford, Connecticut. And the wrestlers will have to fight from the ground floor all the oh, way up to the roof. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where the, where the briefcase will be suspended. Oh, yeah. Um, now, mind you, WWE is currently in the process of building a brand new corporate headquarters. So I think these guys are going to have permission to just to destroy the place. place up. And I am here for it. So we're going to have the men's Money in the Bank match and the women's both held from there. And they're basically fighting from ground to roof. Uh, it's going to be different. I'm definitely excited for it. Um, I think we're going to be able to see some nice big spots happening. And uh, yeah, I think they're kind of going to get the green light to just destroy whatever you wanted to destroy. Um, got the green light. Uh-uh-uh-uh. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm very much excited for that. I don't know if you guys have any takes on that. but um, That should be dope. Looking forward to it. Yeah, so far, the people in the match, because um, that they're not full yet. It's going to be six people. Uh, for the men, so far, there are four confirmed. Daniel Bryan, Aleister Black, Apollo Crews, and Ooh! Rey Mysterio. Aleister going to win that bitch! I think, I think he might. Um, so there's still two more people that, that are going to get in. Um, Put Shelton Benjamin I'm in that hole. guessing, hole. huh? I said throw Shelton Benjamin in that hole just because. No, nah, I don't think so. There's qualifying matches, so I think there's going to be two more qualifying matches on SmackDown. Then I think it'll be full. Uh, same goes. Same goes for the women's. Uh, so far, there's four people announced. Uh, the least exciting one is Dana Brooke, but then you have Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, and Oscar in there. Um, oh, you know the boss about to be in that. Sasha's probably going to be in there as well, and then somebody else. So we'll we'll find out how that goes. But I'm very much looking forward to it. Other matches on the card is uh, Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins for the WWE Championship. Uh, Braun Strowman. Oh, nice. That's going to be a nice match. Yeah, mean, Braun Strowman defending his title against Bray Wyatt. Not The Fiend, against Bray Wyatt. That's going to be very interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing how that's going to go. I think Braun Strowman's going to win. Um, and then the next time they fight, it'll be against The Fiend. And The Fiend will get his belt back. That's what I'm thinking happens. Yeah, they're definitely not about to have regular old, regular dangler Bray. Yeah. But what if they? But what if they do? Then what happens? No, oh. I think it makes. I think it makes more of a sense for the story wise because you know Braun but Strowman they do, is then Braun Strowman is, needs to quit. Yeah, the, the Braun Strowman is the monster among men, and I don't think the monster among men can lose, lose to, to uh, Mister Rogers Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. You know, I think he needs to lose to somebody like the Fiend. A monster. Okay. Yeah. I hear that. Otherwise, him winning the title at WrestleMania was pointless. Facts. Yeah. But more cards still to come, but yeah, that's, that's what we got so far. But I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Loving it, man. Loving it. It sounds real good. I mean, it's... And when is this pay-per-view going to be again? May 10th. Okay. Okay. Not bad at all, man. Yep. Not bad at all. So just over two weeks. So, 
What else has been happening in the sports world that has caught your guys' attention? Rob Gronkowski huh. got traded to the Bucks. Yep, Gronk is back in the NFL, past his physical, and he's playing with Tom Brady again. I'm a Bucks fan, y'all boys. <laughs> are you gonna still be? I mean, a, are you? So wait, quite honest, honest question. So when Brady and Gronk both retire, are you just gonna go back to just liking the Patriots only, or are you still gonna fuck with the Bucks still? I don't fuck with are the Bucks only, for real. I only fuck with Tom Brady and Robin Kelsey. Okay. I'm always right. I just wanted to, I just wanted to I just wanted to make sure. So you're really just your loyalty is temporary to the Bucks as long as they're Oh there. yeah, I just wanna cause I cause now I just want to see Tom Brady succeed so that all the haters can shut the fuck up. No, I feel you. I feel you. I'm just happy he's out I of agree. the AFC personally. Too. Not gonna lie to you, I'm just so, happy they're both I mean, out of the AFC. <laughs> I, I, I got something interesting off of that. And I don't know if you guys have seen this, but there was a... There was a uh, video of Gr- of Gronk answering a question like at like a person, not a really like a personal thing, but it was like some presentation or whatever. And he like got teary eyed talking about how like he just didn't like playing anymore. Yeah, he wasn't having fun. I he loves fun, bro. I think that honestly, bro, like I think mentally, like all them dudes checked out, bro. I think like they yeah. just wanted to get away from Belichick. Well, we've... I think like my bad. Go Sorry. ahead, bro. No, no, you go. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. I mean, we've heard from a lot of former players that have that have left the organization. They love the organization, you know. But one of the biggest things is they don't have fun there. And while you know, I get it. You don't necessarily go to the NFL to have fun. You go there to win championships. Um, for some players, fun is a huge factor in it. Like I personally like. There's certain players I wouldn't see them going to the Patriots because like I know they love to have fun and like. That's just not the culture there. It's not a knock against the Patriots. It's just not the culture there. The culture is, it's a winning culture. Um, it's not a fun culture. And I think Gronk even, he just, he's has the mentality of a dude who really, he just wants to have fun at this point in his career. He's won the ships. He's, you know, he wants to enjoy himself. Yeah, so like, you know, I, and I agree. I think like at the end of the day, bro, like one of the things you had to take into context up is like, I, it just goes to show you it's really tough to have fun and winning the league at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. I think, like, Belichick, his system and the way that he does things shows you that, yes, you can attain a high level of success for a long period of time, but you have to be locked in. Right. And he's in a perfect area because Foxborough isn't a city. A lot of people swear Foxborough is close to Boston, and I say this every time we talk about this. Foxborough is about 45 minutes away from Boston. So when you're in Foxborough, you're in Foxborough, period. Like, ain't no going to Boston like that. Um, unless you're in the off season and you want to do some recklessness, like you know other Patriots have and have gotten in trouble for, but we won't get into that right now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but you know the whole the whole fact of the matter here is is like, bro, like after a certain point in time, yeah, like it all depends on how bad you want to win. I think Tom Brady got to six. You know what I mean? He's got the most Super Bowls all time for a quarterback, and he was like, bro, like I'm straight. Like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to get paid or I want things to lighten up. And if it won't, then I clear it. Right. And, you know, Gronk was like, you know, I have one more year in my contract and I don't want to do it. And I don't want to get traded because I only want to play for Brady. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it almost seems like they already had this plan figured out. Like, all right, bro, I'm going to do one more year in this junk just because I feel like we got a good chance to win the chip. If we don't get it this year, then, like, it is what it is. I'm out of here. Get it? Or it was... Or it was, we're going to pick up more weapons to make things easier for you. Because remember, Gronk got beat up because Gronk was the primary target every single time. 
Well, you ain't the primary they target in on no more, Every baby. single time. And he won't be the primary target. If you think about it, he's number three, maybe number four, depending on certain, uh, if they keep O.J. Howard. Oh, they trade Yeah. They're trying. They're trying to trade they him. Trade, they um, trade regardless, they still have Cameron Brait, which is gonna. They're gonna run decent. They're gonna run two them, tight end They're gonna run them double sure. tight end sets that they were doing in, in, in New England. Yeah, Gronk gonna have to put. His bro, he's got weapons back galore, bro. Gronk, Gronk was looking mighty small at WrestleMania. Oh yeah, but I guess he he as soon as WrestleMania was done, he's already started like putting on weight. I was about stuff. to say it's nothing from the bulk back yeah. up. He's done it before. Yeah. He's done that before. That's and, not and plus, yeah, he's plenty of time to you know put on the extra pounds and stuff. And that's nothing. Stop drinking for a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Boy, should be good. I can't wait to play Madden. No, everybody no gonna play with Tampa Bay, dog. Can't wait but here's here's another thing though. Well, that's like that I was like throw, that was like this throw. year doing a, a franchise with uh, Baltimore and shit. It's just certain. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little wrench in, in this in this idea though. I want I wanna get your guys' opinion on this um before I give mine. I just wanna know what do you think the hype is for? Do you think the hype is for because you really think Brady and Gronk can still perform at an all time high level? The or hype, do you think it's hype? just the ideology? There's there's a lot of hype right now. They went from like twenty they went from being Twenty second in odds to winning the Super Bowl to ninth when they got Brady to fifth or fourth now as they got Gronk. Of course. So, so my whole here's so, my here's my whole thing with that. Um, I don't think it's hype. I think they are both supremely talented specimens. Um, I think yes, Brady is close to the end of his career. However, he is still playing at a very elite level, um, and as long as he still has some strength in that arm, mentally he's always going to be sharp. So. He really doesn't have to worry about anything until he becomes like a, a Peyton Manning situation where the arm just wasn't there. The the mental is always there. The arm just as long as the arm is responding, he's fine. Cause it's not like he's a mobile quarterback. You're never gonna get that out of Tom Brady. So as long as his arm strength is there, good money. Gronk, he's had a year to recharge. He's still young, you know. Yeah, he retired so, after he didn't go ten years yeah, before he retired. Yeah, so Gronk is still young. They have a, a supremely talented wide receiving core there. My only concern is the defense. Now, there was times where they were top five running defense, but if you look at the red zone numbers, they are were atrocious last year in the red zone. So, yeah, and that, I feel like that attests to uh, Jameis throwing picks, putting them in bad situations. Absolutely. So oh, I, for sure. 100%. So I, feel like, I feel like... The defense know, was play, always on the field. The I defense was always things, on the field. I be comparing things to Madden. You know, yeah. Madden, I ain't gonna lie to you, their defense looks pretty straight. Yeah. Um, it ain't, you know, you know, it's not going to be, I'm, I don't expect them to be, you know, a perennial defense in the league, but, you know, it's no different than the defense they oh, had last year. If if they can be in, like, the top 10 15, to 15, they're, they're good. They're good money. They're good. They're good money. You got, you got a, you got a, you got a nice defensive line over there. I think they got Jason Pierre-Paul, Vita Vea, Shaquille Barrett is a beast. Yep. They got some yeah, pretty. No, they got some pretty decent corners. You know, they not don't got no great stars, but they got a nice. They got got new. They got some pretty decent like size corners, for sure. Um, Absolutely. So I feel like you know, defense. They just got to be able to not let people put up thirty too much, and if they do, it's okay because they have. They're gonna have a crazy offense on the other end that can put up thirty. Mm-hmm. And they were able to do that last year. You feel me? With, without the brain. They were able to do it last year. So now imagine you add a brain to that offense. 
there's I feel like the sky's the limit. You feel me? We've been waiting for Tom Brady to get another Moss type of guy, and now you got a Moss type of dude, and you have Gronkowski. So now, you know, we've never seen Randy Moss and Rob Gronkowski on an elite level playing together with Tom Brady or nothing. Now we're about mm-hmm. to get, you know, the closest thing to that. And you had a speedster in Chris Godwin. He's the, Tom Brady's legit getting everything he's almost never had all together in one offense, you know. What a decent running back. Two tight ends, two Pro Bowl receivers. It's like, what more can you really ask for? He's, it's really just putting up at this point, which is why I feel like, to get back to what Nels was saying about the, the hype, it was, I feel like that's why they've been up at that level and that's why they've been put up at that level is because you know you were 22nd rank you were tw- the chance was 22nd before brady gets there brady's a six-time pro a super bowl champion so like obviously and he just came off you know making it to the playoff with a with a really full offense so it's like him being there and switching them out with, with Jameis. they they pretty much you know partner him up with, with mike evans and see like that's definitely going to get you a few wins and then you add gronkowski who's been Tom Brady's favorite target for the last how many years? That just makes it even better. So I feel like that's definitely it's definitely because you know they they got some elite guys that just came into that program. Yeah. I feel you. I I hear all of that and, and I agree with all of it. But there's one thing that you guys have mentioned on this whole team, and there there well that one thing that you haven't mentioned is the most important thing and the number one thing that Tom Brady's looking for and he did struggle a little bit with last year because it wasn't the same because the the coach for that position wasn't there anymore and that's uh the offensive line oh uh, they yeah. they've picked up some offense they picked up an offensive lineman from the from the Indianapolis Colts and they almost picked up Trent Williams because that's what they were trying to trade OJ Howard for but they haven't been able to really get offensive linemen. Hopefully they can pick some up on the draft that'll be able to quickly, you know, be a part of the team and do what they got to do. But all that sounds good. But if Brady don't get the time that he's looking for and if he doesn't have the protection packages that he needs, what we're talking about don't matter. You're right, but right. it does help that he has two big tight ends that are pretty good blockers. That's fair. But in the same context, if you're taking, if you're using blocking, then you're taking away one of your targets. Which is great, remember, which he is doesn't have that he has other receivers. I understand. I'm agreeing with what you're saying. However, the offensive line is still a problem. I feel you, and we, I told we can, you that. We can defend you know, it. it. We can defend problem. it with tight ends if we want to. That's, but that's you, their problem. You so mask it. You know? We got to see what happens in the season. I feel like every not every single team in the NFL has a great offensive line. The Patriots definitely, you know, their offensive line got hurt last year, which is what caused them to know, especially at, at certain positions. I feel like you don't have to have great guys everywhere, but. Certain key positions on your offensive line definitely need to be up to par based on, you know, your quarterback. So, like, your quarterback's blindside position needs to always be up to par. The Patriots had a real issue with that last year. Their left tackle got hurt, and Tom Brady felt it. Um, so, I feel like, yeah, if, if they do have a, a weakness at offensive line, you know, being able to – that you do have two tight ends that do catch and block, you know, you can definitely – play a lot you can you can add two blockers you don't even have to be them you could add a running back to block you can add uh one tight end and have the other tight end on route and still have three pretty good receivers out what running routes you could have two tight ends blocking and the receivers just running routes and you still i still give them a good chance of being able to make some say you could you even have stunts that i feel like you can do i feel like it's just a matter of masking it like you can have rob Gronkowski be blocking just to make sure brady gets that time and then break out on a you know Break out and be that that um uh, that uh what's it called 
that dump off that he might need if you know if that if that pressure gets to him like you know when you play uh-huh. seven on seven in the center blocks and then he turns around I feel like Grant could do a lot of that the, the Ronald Jones would be able to do a lot of that um, yeah the offensive line probably is their biggest weakness right now but I feel like they have enough weapons to probably mask a lot of things just like Belichick was able to do I feel like their coach is not horrible at all um, I so and I feel, it's I'm true that's very it. true. But you know, speaking it. from speaking from a strategy standpoint, he's still gonna need to bolster up that offensive line. Because at the end of the day, the O line, there's I've yet to see a Super Bowl team that didn't have at least a B plus offensive line. Quarterback can be whatever you want it to be, running back can be whatever you want it to be. You need protection in the front. Because no matter what, you're gonna go against teams in the playoffs. The teams that are the most successful. They have two solid pass rushers, whether it be a D tackle, a DN, two DNs, a DN and a linebacker, a, 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 a edge rusher, whatever. And remember, they're in the NFC South. And the Panthers just picked up a couple of guys. The Saints got really good edge rushers, and they got good blitzing linebackers. I mean, they pretty much run zero coverage the whole game. So they're sending six, seven every single play. So, yes, you can sit back your running back. You can sit back your tight end. But in the same context... That hurts, too, because that's what the Rams were doing, too, and you see how successful that got them. It got them all the way to the Super Bowl so they got against a smart team that was able to rush in a particular type of weight. So I'm, I'm not taking away from the Bucks. I'm just highlighting that they need to figure out what to do for that offensive line because a quarterback like Brady, he relies on timing. He relies on me being smarter than your whole defense. I need to be able to sit back, Read, react, and get it to the open man. That's where he's at right now. He's he's been healthy this whole time. He's had this long career that he's had because he's always had good protection. And and, and honestly, that's why sometimes I think he was okay with not having the best weapons because he was like, look, like you give me a line that gives me seven seconds to th- to get this ball off. I don't care who you line me up with. I'm getting him to rock because it's a big. I don't care how good of a quarterback you are. If I give you three seconds, four seconds every play, and your name is not Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers to a certain extent, I'm not expecting you to make very much plays. To be honest with you, it's a, it's tough, bro. It's tough to be back there, even with no rush. If I give you a ball, and I have everybody line up, and I give you five seconds to get the ball off, that's tough. You see what I'm saying? So at the yeah. end of the day, yes, you can you can shield your line, but what happens when you start playing against really good teams that have good guys on the outside to where it's like, I don't need no double coverage. I got them stuck man-to-man. So you can send your guys. Or our coverage is so good that we can throw our different schemes and confuse y'all just long enough. Our coverage is just good enough for our guys to get to you. So what... So you know of, what I mean? Out of all the teams in the league, what I feel like, if, what would you say that it had to, that offensive line would have to be ranked at for them to be considered good enough to get them to the Super Bowl? Or at least you mean like which teams? Which teams have offensive lines that can do that? No, I'm saying like where would they have to be ranked at? So the the Eagles. I oh, what are the like? If you had to say like the top five in your opinion offensive lines in the league right now, what would you say those team those lines would be? Oh, that's a great question. Colts. Okay, so I I've got the Colts for sure. I got the Niners. I got the Niners. I got the Ravens. Um, believe it or not, I got the Titans on there. Titans, their 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 O line is, I think, pretty devastating. And when they're fully healthy, the Chiefs. 
The Chiefs got an impressive O-line when they're fully healthy. They have not been fully healthy for like a year and a half, two years. And they still they still won the Super Bowl against a very, very good pass rush. And that was without their full lineup there. Let's see. Bills are pretty good. They got a good line. Um, Cowboys are still up there, I St- think. Steelers. Steelers are solid. Eagles are solid. I feel like Tampa Bay just needs to get their offensive line in that. Tier. I feel like they're, if they can get if they can a top guys, ten, if they can be a top ten offensive line, then they're straight. They're, they're going, yeah, they're, they're, they're going to be consi- good. They're considered a top ten following the twenty nineteen season. They're they're solid, they're solid, but I, I I think they can be better. I don't see them. I don't see them getting past with the line that they have now. They're in I think they can right get now. to the conference champ. With the lineup they have now, they can get a conference championship. Right. Well, also, but you also got to take into mind, Tom Brady's really good at getting the ball out quick, too. Like, yeah, that's right. If, if, if he needs to get the ball out quick, that's not an issue for him to make a quick little read. You know those little, those little under, under slants? Oh, no, for sure. I, yeah. I, I definitely think they can, they can create some damage with this team. But if they want to get to the Super Bowl, I think they need to bolster up the whole line. I feel you. I respect it. Because they're gonna they're gonna go against some teams that got some really good pass rushes. They're in the NFC now. The AFC you can kind of get away with a pitter patter offensive line, but this is not the AFC no more. The NFC, bro. Even the trash teams in the NFC got like at least one decent pass rusher, bro. Oh, and they're I not, will they're say not that. In the, and they're not in a cupcake division either. So no, they're in the NFC South. They're seeing these guys twice. A year, man. Like you got to be right, bro. Yeah, you got to be right. It's gonna make for some great games. Ain't no slouches. Falcons got Beasley. I forget the other dude. Uh, Saints got Cameron Jordan. Um, And then those linebackers are absolutely dangerous. And then the freaking Carolina. Who did Carolina just pick up? Carolina just picked up somebody off free agency, didn't they? Um, probably. They did. I'm I'm trying to remember who it was. Um, I'm gonna find out. One of these teams but, is gonna uh, scoop up Clowney too. Clowney's still out there. Wait. And I think he goes to AFC. Well, yo, what if he goes to the Bucks? Hmm. It's possible. Shit, we gotta watch out for Yannick and Gakwe too, because if they end up trading him from Jacksonville, they're gonna end up yo, probably speaking, sending him somewhere in the South. Speaking of or not Gakwe, South, we but gonna, NFC. We, we gonna get to that. Oh, they picked up um Gerald McCoy. Oh, okay. they, no, 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 McCoy. No, no, no. I'm that was last. That was McCoy. He, yeah, he McCoy there, went like, to the. He went to the Cowboys. 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 Yeah, yeah that's right. No, I feel you though. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see mm-hmm. how that all plays Definitely, out. Definitely, bro. Um, shout out to Lamar Jackson getting the cover of Madden this year. Woo! Definitely, bro. That oh. man out there. You know, hopefully we won't still be quarantined by the time that comes out. But you know, I don't give a fuck. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be even better. If we quarantine, even better. Ain't it? Muneo. Fuck it. Um, but no, you wanted to mention something about the Yannick Ngakwe thing? Yes, bro. Yannick Ngakwe has been going ham on his Twitter. Yeah, he's he's been with wanting his, with his with he, his owner. Go ahead. Yeah, bro. he's been wanting out of Jacksonville for a while now. Um, he made it clear that he's not going to commit to them for the long term, so he would rather be traded. And uh, Jacksonville seems to be taking their time. Yeah, so um, I'm guessing Tony Khan got a new. He's the like the new position for like GM or something like that, ain't it? Yes, Sal yeah. son. Yes. So he o- owner of goes, owner of AEW, by the way. Yeah, he goes at Tony Khan. Stop hiding, Mo. Tony Khan says I'm not in hiding, sir. I'm in isolation, getting ready for the draft. I've been pretty active on social media in isolation, but you wouldn't know that since you unfollowed me again. 
<laughs> Yadik Ngakwe answers, since you're feeling mighty today, let's both let the world in on the truth. We've been we've been had a discussion that the Chargers game was my last game. Yeah, you try to backdoor the situation without answering any of my camp's calls. Shake my head. You spoiled, bro. Hoarding up people for no reason. Clown emoji. Yeah. Tony Khan answers, it's a new regime here, sir. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of the contributions you made here. That said, tweeting insults at me won't get you traded any faster. Only good trade compensation will do that. Please redirect your efforts into a more productive outlet. Yannick Ngakwe said, just trade me. I don't need the speech. Finish line flag emoji. See... I think this is a bad look for Yannick. Um, it is. It is. And, and here's what made it even worse. At the end, Tony ends it with, show me the compensation. I'm sure you're really driving up the price today, by the way. That's exactly true. You're not doing anything to help yourself, sir. You're making, your, you're making yourself look like a diva and looking like somebody who wants to be the center of attention. Nobody's going to want to pay you what you're asking for. Because not only are you, gonna, are you wanting to be traded, you're wanting to be traded and get a big-ass contract. Yeah, it's like you're right. doing a lot. So interestingly enough, just to give you guys you're doing some a lot, updates, brother. Um, at the end of the conversation, he tweets, but not to anybody in particular. He says, to my new future team, whoever it may be, I can't wait to bring great discipline, integrity, and work ethic to that new city. Wherever I may land, you're going to get the hardest working defensive end in the league. I'm tired of these athletes using Y-O-U-R for you are. <laughs> Bro, you <laughs> went to college for at least a year. Did you go to class? There's someone else Ridiculous. doing all that shit for them, bro. Come on now. Ridiculous, bro. Ridiculous. I, I'm sick. They got their degree anyway. in general studies. Man, I'll slap five. Anyway, well, I don't slap five Yannick Ngangwe. That's a big dude. I'm about to uh, say, anyway, that's, uh, that's a tough, that's a tough five you slapping, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'll be real with you. If I was actually two slap five on him, I'd make sure that five worth it. I'm cogging back to, to God and swinging straight through and just taking whatever comes with it. But it's got to be a good one. If it ain't a good one, I'm going to be mad. Hey, I, res- I respect but, it, um, bro. <laughs> right. Like, I got I got to be able to, at the end, have it be like, nah, bro, he slapped me kind of hard. I'll be like, all right, bet. We're good. <laughs> but um, interestingly enough, uh, earlier today, uh, around like noon, um, Yannick Ngakwe got followed by Sean Payton on Twitter. Hmm. Mm. Because I mean, at the end Ooh, of the day, yo, bro, that like, would be that would be a monstrous fit. Imagine him and uh, Cam uh, Jordan, Cam on Jordan, sides. Golly! Mm-hmm. And then you got two different techniques too. Because Ngakwe, he's more like a he's not a wide nine; he's more like a seven. So he's like he shades the outside. Whereas Cameron Jordan's pure edge, he's at the nine. So it's two different types of, of pressure. Oh, I, at you. So I love Ngakwe really as, as a player. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That man's nasty. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely crazy. Um, what uh, what was I going to say? Um, give me one second. There was something else that I wanted to tell you guys well, about. Well, while, while you're thinking, um, I did want to mention Odell Beckham Jr. Um, it, it is interesting that it seems like a... Everybody's pretty confident a trade is going to get done. Um, it looks like... To where? Well, at first, the Vikings were making a play for him. But it looks like that fell through. Because like, it looks like they were trying to replace Stefan Diggs. Um, so there's nothing solid and concrete yet. But they're actively trying to get him out of there. Which is like very crazy that this man... 
you know, is potentially about to be on a new team, his third team in what, four years, three years? He's too much of a diva, but he's just so yeah, just diva. Bro. It's not even like you can't even hide it. Like we see it, like we clear see it. Like it's it's very clear. Like y'all are some females that want to be pampered. Like look how y'all pull up to these games. Yeah, like Odell, you too cute pulling up to, to, to for game time. Ain't yeah, one. so there's there's like, come on, there's son. there's obviously something going on in in that locker room there. Um, I don't think it's between the players because they all seem to be pretty cool, Jarvis and him and stuff like that. So I, I mean, I I feel like it, whether it's management or coaching staff, they're just not really fucking with with him in general. So I don't know. I I don't know how much of a market there's going to be if they're this eager to be shopping him. I mean, I feel like that's a red flag for for most teams, especially. Seeing how the Antonio Brown situation played out with the Raiders, I, I don't think many teams want to take the chance. I don't think necessarily Odell's is, uh, what's the word I'm looking Cancer. for? Yeah, I don't know if he's necessarily that bad, but it's like, especially with how deep these wide receiver classes are coming out of college, like, do we really want to? Yeah, like, we could get somebody like, else, bro. Yeah, like, uh, I'm not about to deal with that, man. Like, nobody's trying to deal with no prima donna, bro. Like, you want to go join Antonio Brown? Join Antonio Brown. I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it real. This is, I think, the only teams that can really attract and have a good Odell Beckham Jr. on their team has to be a team that's going to win. Mm. Period. Because he's he, going to he cry if he's not winning. Yeah, yeah that's, that's all there is to it. I mean, you just got to go Why don't you come in and contribute and, and help a team get there? Come to New England. See, but that's... That's what it is, bro. Like it's not it's not gonna work out that way. You know that's what I mean? Saying. Sometimes he don't, don't want to do I the think, work, bro. Like I think the problem is this is true. However, the one thing that you cannot like deny is the fact that he is a superb athlete that can make things happen. So you gotta you gotta be a team that's gonna win. Because it seems like that's the only way he's gonna contribute and not cause any issues. Come to New you England. gotta you gotta run with it, bro. That's just it. That just is what it is, bro. He cannot go to a team and help build a team up. That's just not what he does. Crazy. You know what I mean? So if you're gonna if you're gonna invest in an athlete, invest in an athlete that you know is gonna help your situation. So like a good team that I think should look into Odell, to be real with you, would be 49ers. They just lost Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. So they got a gap for wide receiver. They do need a premier. I mean, he loves the lights. San Francisco is a big market and it's not that far from Los Angeles. As a team he could look into. He could also look into the yeah, Rams. But they the got, Rams don't they have one, don't they have you know? contracts coming up? They got some big contracts I think they got coming they up. They do have some big contracts coming yeah. up, but it doesn't hurt to get a one year contract and see where it goes. I feel you. It doesn't hurt because now you can have Kittle opposite of, of Beckham. I mean, there's teams that could really make moves. If the 49ers was gonna look at Tom Brady and let go of Garoppolo. You can look into Odell Beckham Jr. I'm just saying. Yeah, we don't, we don't know if they we don't know if they were actually looking into Tom though. Like there was no, never no, no. Anything... It's, it's official. They they were. They 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 asked around about it because Tom Brady said, like he he said time and time again he wouldn't mind coming back home. So they definitely looked into it. Oh they did. Because oh. remember, you got to think about something for a second. Although Garoppolo's a good quarterback, we got to be real with ourselves and say that he got carried by that running game and he got carried by the defense. He did all the right moves in order to win you games to get you into the Super Bowl, right? Nothing wrong with that. However, you got to ask yourself this question. 49ers win that Super Bowl 
if Emmanuel Sanders runs under that football. Garoppolo wasn't able to get it done. Do you know who would have been able to get it done in that without a shadow of a doubt? Tom Brady. Shit. So sometimes when it comes to, to Debo, making, Debo would have been able to get under that. Right, but Debo wasn't the guy that was yeah. there. Debo was getting double covered. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So the so the question here is is you got to think about what the 49ers are trying to do. What is your what is your business model moving forward? Like, are you trying to make a consistently winning team, or do you just want to win your one Super Bowl in San Fran so you can solidify yourself and then go back to rebuild? And I think that's what they were trying to do. It was like, all right, bro, we have all these guys. We know all these contracts are going to get dumped in two years. So we have a two-year window to win a Super Bowl. We need to get these guys right. Let's make it happen. So they probably was like, bro, we have the perfect team right now. All we need to do is just add Brady in there. Boom, let's get him in. We're going to let go of Garoppolo, but it's cool. We're going to rebuild anyway. Fuck it. That might have been what they was looking at. Somebody probably pitched that in the office, and they're like, all right, let's see what we can do for Brady. And it probably was just too much, so they're like, all right, we're good. We're just going to keep Garoppolo. Or maybe Brady was like, I'm not really feeling San Fran right now. You know what I'm saying? Emmanuel Sanders might not come back, but I'm looking at Tampa Bay, though. Tom Brady was, Tampa not, Bay about got these go, weapons, Tom Brady was not about to go fuck up Jimmy shit again, man. Why do you think Tom care? Because he, cause he's still human at the end of the day, but I don't think that man... Okay. Man, like, come on, son. Like, a quarterback came. He was supposed to be the face. I'm sure you know he was supposed to be your successor. It didn't work. You got him gone. I'm sure you're not evil to the point where you're like, yeah, let me go over there to where he was and take over his spot again after I just got him out of my last team. I don't think he's that evil now. Would you call that? You calling that evil? You think that's evil? Yeah. Yes. Why do you think that? Why do you think that's evil? Because you I, because what I just said, he he got drafted to be the next guy. He wasn't the next guy because you didn't want to leave. So right. they did what was best for him and put him in the best situation for him, which he is now in. So because you didn't want to leave. So right. you look crazy if you not all of a sudden like, yeah, I want to go to the Niners and take over that starting role. Opposite the quarterback that I just got out of my last team because I didn't want I him to that. start on my last team, which I actually owed them something. You feel me? Like I had ties to that team. I didn't want to leave. You feel me? You don't owe the Niners nothing to just be over there like, yeah, bro, get him out of it. Like, I'm starting. After I just got him out of it. You feel me? Like, that's kind of, that's a, that's, a, that's a lot. That's like me and you playing on the same team, that. same position, and then I clear it. And then you clear it and come to my, my team and come take my spot again. It's like, yo, what the fuck? Leave me alone. <laughs> like, what the I fuck? I left. I, I know. I understand. It's definitely messed up. I, I, I don't know if I go as far as to call it the evil. I mean, sometimes competition nah, is competition. That's but... Evil. It's definitely it's definitely a lot. It's definitely a lot. That's a Lord Ever and me. Some fuck shit. It's all it's thirty two teams in the league. Niners. Okay, on I can agree. That's it's it's <laughs> fuck shit for sure. Yes, it's thirty two teams. I in can the league. I can agree to that. I definitely hear it and be like, nah, that's that's some fuck. Yeah, shit. and I'm sure he probably thought. About, I'm sure he, he. I'm sure he probably thought about that. Like, come on, son. Like, do I really want to be that guy? Facts. Do I really want to be that's that guy facts. that goes and like? I can only, I can I can only imagine it now, but the shit talking that would happen if Tom. Brady I ain't gonna lie. Cool I ain't gonna lie to you. I I don't have it in me to do that. Whether I wanted to come home or not, I don't got it in me to make that move. But I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if somebody did though. That's my point. Like at this point though, especially the way the sports world has been like created out to be, I don't think there's any move that would really have you be like, wow, he really did that. No, I, I expect it low key. 
Mm-hmm. When they were like, oh, Brady, because what was going to happen, I think, was they were going to send Garoppolo back to New England. Oh, well, see, that makes more sense. That's what that's what it was. It, it was supposed to be a trade. It wasn't like Brady was going to go over there and Garoppolo was going to be there, too. That's two, that's two big contracts. They were going to trade them. Oh, it was going to be a sign-in trade. Well, that's way better. I ain't going to lie. If I was Garoppolo, I'd be like, all right, shit, I mean, I brought them to the Super Bowl. I like Belichick as a coach anyway. I see y'all boys like, I'm gone. I'm going to the man that made Tom Brady the GOAT. You crazy. Yeah, I, 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 see, I, see, I see y'all boys a little later, um, man. I appreciate the ride. What? Gee, you shit. I mean? like, we went all the way, though. Y'all boys. Hey, we, hey, we, y'all went, boys. Hey, we went all the way, though, y'all boys. Hey, just send me my NFC Championship ring you through the Send me my ring, but I'm out this bitch. I ain't going to be at that <laughs> ceremony. Y'all don't need me there. Fuck out of here. I'm out <laughs> this bitch for sure. All right, let me, um, if y'all don't mind, let me read y'all this article since we're still on, on the NFL tip so I can let this go. That's okay. Okay. I don't know if y'all had anything to add. Not about that, no. All right, perfect. Just so I can get y'all hyped up on how crazy NFC South is going to be. All right, what you really need to understand about the relationship between Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski is that they're closer than people know. The respect Brady has for Gronkowski is strong. Brady has always admired not just Gronkowski's skill, but his almost legendary toughness. They have stayed in touch over the past few months, one league source explained, and when Brady signed with the Bucks, it was only a matter of time before Gronkowski unretired and joined his former Patriots teammate. So Brady and Gronkowski reuniting in Tampa Bay, first reported by ESPN's Adam Schefter, is among the least surprising developments of the NFL offseason. It is also potentially one of the most impactful. This pairing could make the Buccaneers not just the NFC South's best offense, but it could also change the balance of power in the NFL from Kansas City to Tampa Bay. This is not hyperbole. This That's how spectacularly good these two have been together and can be again. Everyone in our division just nodded and said, okay, game on. Here we go, motherfuckers, said one NFC South assistant coach when asked what were his first thoughts after hearing the Gronk news. Yes, Gronk has been injured, but he's also been out of football for over a year. All those aching bones have had a chance to rest. And yes, Gronk has lost serious weight, but this is breaking news. Football players do know how to bulk up, and Gronk has at least five months to do it. Brady and Gronkowski are the best quarterback tight end duo in league history, and it's not even close. Brady's the best quarterback ever, and Gronk is the best tight end ever. The NFC South was already going to be brutal, and Brady was always going to wreck that division. But now the division could be a bloodbath in which defenses are sacrificed to the football gods every week. Hell, mm. every damn day. We know Brady has been has obliterated numerous passing records and has reached nine Super Bowls. What is sometimes forgotten is just how spectacular Gronkowski was. When he retired in March 2019, his 91 receiving touchdowns from 2010 to 2018 were the most of any player in that time period. His 12 playoff receiving touchdowns trails only Jerry Rice's 22. The two don't have to duplicate what they did in New England for another 10 years. They only have to do it for a few years, and they most certainly can. The Brady-Gronk Bucks won't have an easy path. No one is saying that. That division could end up being one of the toughest in recent history of the sport. It's starting to look like the old NFC East of the 80s and the 90s when the Cowboys, Eagles, and Giants used to bash the hell out of each other, and the winner of that division would emerge so battle-tested that playing in a Super Bowl was easy. They forgot to put the Redskins on there because the Redskins definitely made more Super Bowls than the Eagles and the Giants, but that's another story <laughs> for another day. The South now has the Bucks with Brady, Gronkowski, and receivers Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. The Saints have Drew Brees, tight end Jerry Cook, running back Alvin Kamara, and receivers Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. The Falcons have Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, and just added Todd Gurley. And the Panthers have Christian McCaffrey and 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 Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> Overall, rest of <laughs> these defenses. Here's what the critics will say. Brady is 40-something and learning a new offense, and Gronkowski retired for a season. They will say this, and they will be wrong. 
They will be underestimating two people who should never be underestimated. Here come the Buccaneers. The league had better watch out. When's the last time those words were written? Here comes. Shout the out to Buc- Mike so- Freeman. Shout out to Mike Freeman of Bleacher Report. He he always be putting out good articles. So I, I, love I gotta his, his work. I gotta say, like this year, I'm so excited to watch NFC South games. Like you're seeing Tom Brady and they're gonna be twice. They're gonna be they're gonna be right there with the NFC West for me this year. Like I'm so excited to see the NFC West this year, bro. You realize those are always gonna be the games that we're gonna see locally because we're in Florida. So I'm I'm excited too. But low key, low key, I'm not gonna lie to you though. I know this gonna this probably the football nerd in me or whatever, but I'm low key excited to see AFC East games, bro. I got to see who come out on top in that division, bro. AFC East? Cuz they oh, I'm only AFC interested cuz that I'm only interested once I see who starts the quarterback at, 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 at New England cuz I ain't trying to see man. I mean, if, to be honest I right mean, now, I, right now, I'm excited right now, to see, man. The Dolphins, the right Dolphins now, is looking like New England South. It's about to be the Bills, but the, you know. But the Bills though, bro. They got Stefan, they got Stefan Diggs now too. It's about to be the Bills. If, unless the Patriots make some moves Boy. to get to get competitive, like I would say, you know, Reach, go for the fences and try to get Cam. Try to get. Might as well. I would say, um, I I, was, I participated in a Bleacher Report uh mock draft. Yeah. And, and and Patriots fans picked um a linebacker first round, which I I I uh, like that pick because at the end of the day, like well, we we Dylan, what happened? I was gonna say this is actually a perfect segue because I wanted to get into the draft. Bet. Um. Since that is starting on Thursday, um, what what would you guys like to see your your team do in this first round? Uh, where where do you want to see them go? Who do you want to see in the pick? What position? You know what what are you what are you hoping for? Um. So go ahead, Dylan. Not good. What I was gonna say was I do think that they're gonna pick up a quarterback late. I ain't gonna lie to you though. I've been reading and watching a little bit of film on Jared Stidham. I don't know, man. I don't know, dog. I feel like Belichick is really Belichick is really gonna ride with this dude, bro. We are gonna see. Is when he really say, gonna ride with him? When you say quarterback late, you're talking later rounds. No, 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 no. I think they're gonna get a quarterback after the draft. I think they oh. want to drive some of the price. I think they're gonna they want to drive some of the contract prices down. So they're gonna see. Because honestly, here's what I think. I think that you got Cam, you got Jameis. Nobody's gonna touch those guys with like a ten foot pole until like. Later on, I would so I think I think the Patriots. I think the Patriots are holding out. They're like, all right, yeah. bet. Like we're gonna wait until the last possible minute. So I think they get still the cheapest possible contract. Here. I think they drive a quarterback to build up, sure, but they're not gonna do that for another like until like the third or fourth round. Jane I Hurt. think first round they're gonna build. They're gonna build that defense um, because I mean, at the end of the day, the strength of a thirty-four defense is always the linebackers, yes, and sir. that's what hurt us. That's what hurt us last year. So you're, was, you, are was you the thinking, lack of speed? Are you thinking like so a they're, they're Patrick go Queen or something like that? I think is his name. Yeah, if they if they don't pick him up, nah, and if I'm, this guy is still available, where are y'all? Y'all are what? Twenty? Where are y'all at? Hold on, my bad. I had it right here. Oh, y'all are twenty three. Y'all y'all pick at twenty three. Yeah. I see his game, Kenneth Murray. Yeah. Then that's his name. You know what's funny? The most recent mock draft I just looked at, they have you guys getting to a at twenty three. I could see that. I mean, that wouldn't shock me. He's not falling to twenty three, in my opinion. I don't think he's falling to twenty three. Yeah, and I don't see you guys trading up to get him. 
Y'all just aren't the type to trade up like that. Definitely not. Y'all trade. Y'all trade back if anything. <laughs> yeah. To acquire more picks, even though y'all always end up getting like a ton of picks, especially the the um, compensatory picks. Y'all be racking those up every year. Yeah, bro. I, I can see us going for like a like an edge rusher that could play a little linebacker. We do need like speed, good speed on the outside. So I can see us getting some. Um, they've been talking about um, AJ Epinenza, I think his name is from Iowa. He's pretty good. Kenneth Murray. Um, I like. Uh, I do think Murray's good. Um, there's also that linebacker from Wisconsin. They've been talking about him too, from what I saw when I looked at the the Patriots. Whatever you call it, the 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 timeline or whatever the tweet timeline. They they like fans have been talking about him. I think his name's like Z- Bon, something Bon. He's from he's from Wisconsin. I've seen that. Uh, I have seen Murray too. Kenneth Murray from Oklahoma. He's been he's been getting some love also, but I, I definitely seen him going defense. I see him. Yeah, I see. But, I see him going linebacker. I, feel like I see pay, him going linebacker like slash linebacker slash edge rusher for sure. Yes. Okay. Um, Dylan, what you said? I still see his getting. I feel. You, I see his getting linebacker first first round. Um. Oh shoot! You know why I think they're saying that we might get Tua? I forgot. Don't we have like a weird thing with the 49ers where we can like trade up with their pick as part of that Jimmy Garoppolo deal? Like I think they have the ability to trade up if they want. Oh well, they have this. They have it listed as the twenty-three pick, though. No, no, definitely. But I think they have something where they could trade up with the 49ers if they need to, oh, or if they want to. I see. Something well, like that. well, no. Well, if they do that, I think they would only be able to take up their the 49ers' actual pick, which was the number thirty-one pick. They'd have to trade for that because the the their number thirteen pick is. Um, from Indianapolis. I don't think they could take that. Is it? Because it, it's a trade from I another team. I thought it was team. from... Oh, facts. You're right. You're yeah, right. So I think, they would only right. Be able to, I think they'd only be able to take their actual pick. That's they facts. Place. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. Yeah. Um, I see us I see I getting a linebacker first round. And then I'm what I'm hoping for is that we make some shake. This is my ideal situation is that we make some shake. We get Cam. And we draft Jalen Hurts in a later round. Okay. I like that. So Me and, too. And then build that build, build the line as well too. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that at all. Um I like all of that. As far as the Raiders go, we have two picks in the first round. Um we pick at number twelve and at number nineteen. Um, I think it's pretty clear our two biggest needs. We need a number one wide receiver, and we need a uh, uh, a corner. So I think we're going to go wide receiver with our first pick at number 12, and either C.D. Lamb or Henry Ruggs I'd be cool with because I don't think Judy's going to be there. If, I think C.D. goes before Judy, low-key. I've seen that, too, on a lot of my – I think it really just depends on where the um, – you know, there's always that like weird rush of like offensive tackles that goes mm-hmm. that those first ten picks because like they don't grow on trees. So like they yeah, so they those kind of get caught up quick. So I, I feel like that's where you get some incidental drops. You know, so there is that chance I see that y'all CD could kind of. I I don't know if I'd want Judy necessarily. I feel like I'd want Rugs. What? 
No, nah, Ruggs is just a speedster. Judy bro. is. Trust me, you don't want Ruggs. Over he's a speedster, but Judy, but Judy you. is a do everything wide receiver, bro. Trust me. I promise you, you do not want Ruggs over Judy, bro. I feel you. I promise. But and then as far as the 19 pick, I want us to go corner. I want C.J. Henderson. I don't that think he's going to be gone. That boy's going to be gone. Get out of there. Yeah, the Broncos I just said. Gonna I, just said. Crazy shit. I just said. You know I don't Bron- think he's going to you know be. The, you know the Broncos love taking people they don't got no business taking. So I, instead, I would take I would take uh, Fulton from LSU. Mm-hmm. You don't like you don't like, the, like you don't like Je- uh, what's his name Tony Jefferson? Is it Tony Jefferson? Tony Jefferson? Not Tony Jefferson, but um, what is your name from LSU? Justin Jefferson. That's a Justin wide receiver. Jefferson, yeah, he's like wide receiver. Wide, you don't like that wide receiver? Not over CD Lamb. Not for sure. Why not? Or Henry Ruggs. I I just I don't know. I don't think he's a, as complete of a receiver. I feel that. I feel like Henry Ruggs. We need, we need we need somebody we need somebody who come in. If Henry Ruggs don't go to the reason the reason I was okay with Henry Ruggs is because we need somebody to take the top off the defense and like I feel like he could be our I feel like the way John Gruden especially thinks he looks twice a year at Tyreek Hill and is like okay we need that. We need something like that, you know. And I feel like he's he's looking. I feel like Henry Ruggs don't go to the right team. He's gonna be a bust. I could definitely see that. Cause he got you feel me like it's been niggas talk about the Madden curse. There's a speed curse too. A lot of these speed receivers be out here folding if their name ain't Tyreek Hill. (laughs) A lot of them boys don't be cool. I don't know where John Ross went. I don't know. He's still on the Bengals, I think. I don't know he keeps where, getting hurt. That boy injury where, prone as fuck. I don't know what happened to Marquise Goodwin. Marquise Goodwin's um doing what? 49ers. He's eh? with the 49ers, yeah. Yeah, but what is he doing? Well, yeah, the DC year, didn't Yeah, he? I think so. Let me look up. But I know Debo took a lot of his shit, they're not gonna lie. <laughs> exactly. Because Debo is the new Anquan Bolden. Yeah. Debo is Anquan Bolden 2.0. But yeah, a lot of these fast, like, speedster-ass receivers, I don't really see out here being them niggas no more. If they're not on the right team, for sure, for sure. If if, especially if they're, on, if they're on a team where they have to be the number one guy, it's over. Oh, wow. The 49ers have actually come close to trading Marquise Goodwin. It looks like, like it could potentially be happening, so he might be gone soon. I'm trying to tell you. Dude, dude's starting to run. Like, I feel like the hype he's getting is because he ran that 4 2 not gonna lie, but um, I feel like he definitely you gotta partner him up with somebody. You gotta put him up with somebody that cannot that can that can run that ball. So I could see the even me like he must have got he must have got hurt last year because he only had twelve receptions for one hundred eighty six yards. Mm-hmm. The year before he wow. had a good year. This year definitely no, okay, no it was the year before bad. that. It was twenty seventeen. He went uh, fifty six receptions for nine sixty two. Twenty eighteen he went uh, twenty three receptions for three ninety five, and then last year twelve receptions for one eighty six. So it's been a it's pretty beast. bad decline. You know them, them guys that just blow the top off, you got to have something else that come with it. You can't just blow the top off, or I'm better off just putting you at punt and kick return. And you're like, uh, there's ways to combat somebody having speed. And you just, you make your safety go far. You hit him. You hit oh, him. Wow. He actually, he played nine games last year, and he only got 186 total yards. So, See? yeah. Cause you you you're one you're one you feel me it's like a, it's like a, it's like a one trick pony you're a one trick pony you feel me Tyreek Hill is not a one trick pony right Tyreek Hill can he can take a hit and he can run routes 
Look at that fat ass neck he has. He could run some routes on your ass. You feel me? Like these other guys, they just speed. They just go downfield. Like where's Kevin White? Nowhere. Bro, Kevin White got <laughs> hit hard one good time and disappeared. So like all this shit about DK Metcalf, but that boy is in there putting in work. He has been eating. He has been eating. That was a perfect fit. Yeah, I feel like that's the same thing. If DK would have went somewhere else, it might not have been the same. But Seattle, I think DK would have been fine no matter where he went. I think, I think the production, the production he gets is busy. Different. He gets busy as long as he gets busy and he has a quarterback that trust him to throw that ball to where they won't be like, hey, no, let's do that. It'd be like it'd be some of these quarterback coach combinations that be over here wanting to throw the ball to all these other goofball ass players instead of who they really need to throw the ball to. Sometimes it's like in certain situations, like it don't be making no sense. That's why these receivers like. That's why I'm so glad I seen Debo Samuel's pull out this year. Cause it's like, dude, this man is can work. He gets busy. The guys that get busy, those 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 Steve Smith esque of players, you don't see that many of those anymore. Everybody want to be. Everybody want to, you know. Everybody want to be Odell. Fuck Odell. That's true. All right. All right. But we'll find out. I'm excited I'll to see how I, I'm excited to see how many uh, technical issues there are with the draft since it's all being done virtually. I can't wait for somebody to fuck up their draft and be stuck. Oh, with it. I can't wait! You know, somebody finna try to trade and it's just not gonna go through, and uh, it's just gonna be yeah, beautiful. It's gonna be a beautiful. What week. happens? What happens in the NFL if the clock runs out on your pick? Like you just don't pick at all. Like it's just done, or I don't. I have no idea. I, I don't even know. know if that's ever happened. Like, <laughs> you just lose a pick. That, that would be that would suck so bad, especially in the first round. Imagine, right. imagine Cincinnati has technical issues. They can't pick Joe Burrow <laughs> first overall. Didn't they already mess that up? I, I already, already like a report yeah, they did. Um, so they did do they did do a mock draft the other day. They've been doing them pretty much every day. Um, but the reason there was issues. Because they tried to like basically do a whole bunch of crazy shit at first just to see what would happen. So like they had the Cowboys initiate a trade with the Bengals and like there started to be issues there and stuff like that. So like they've been trying to just do all these possible scenarios to get everything figured out. Oh, they still got time. They still got time because they they let the time run until the next team gets their pick. But if the next team puts in their pick before they do, it is what it is. They still get to make their pick. But uh, yeah, you still okay. need to make your pick. But if they that pick time, your dude, if they, right, just so sit. it's kind of like how we do fantasy. It's kind of like how we do fantasy. Yeah, exactly like how you do fantasy. Perfect. Yeah, but it's funny seeing like they've tweeted some pictures, you know, from certain GMs how they have their setup and stuff, and like some are like real sad. Where like the GM of the Giants has like one laptop and a notebook. The Niners then, GM like, got like sixteen. John Lynch has like six or seven screens, bro. Like he has all kinds of. He has all these three old hard ass lines. Phones. Yeah, he has three hardline phones, bro. He's got his cell phone. Like that man's ready. That's what you need, hey. Who 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 got one laptop? Uh, I think the GM of the Giants. Oh yeah, you already know how that's about to go. Uh, yeah, he picked Daniel Jones last year. I feel like so. the Giants. I feel like the Giants facility still use pencils and shit. Prop. I I would not be shocked. Like Daniel. Not they don't allow pens. They don't allow pens in the building. Only number two pencils. Those niggas ain't upgrading nothing over there. Not a damn that ancient ass team. Ain't it? Oh, they don't know what a, they don't know what a dry erase board is. They have chalkboards and shit. That, oh, I know them boys. Oh my goodness, that's so sad. That you know you you so ill prepared. That's so sad. How are you so ill prepared for a draft? 
Yeah, one laptop. What you about to do with one laptop? Right. <laughs> hold on, let me minimize this screen. Hold on, hold on. I gotta, screen, I gotta and then this screen. Hold on, whoa. Hold on. Oh, hold shit, on. I gotta shit. Find we missed it. We missed it. We missed it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Tragic. It is what it is, though. Good luck to y'all, though, on New York football giant. Not really, though. Facts. It is what it is. It is what it is. I can't wait for them to fumble this that, that Isaiah Simmons pick. Let me stop talking shit, because... Bill Belichick gonna be in that bed with one phone and a and a big ass piece of paper with all the drafts put on that bed like yep oh cross that one out easily yeah easily won't you guys go ahead and call up that other guy easily and, he's gonna be like I don't need no laptop <laughs> I don't need no iPad like we already we already we, 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 we already, we already know the Patriots are a different situation so like they kind of can just do their own thing anyway it's it's okay <laughs> they're gonna be just fine he's like yeah y'all boys just go ahead and draft we'll pick after. That you guys didn't scout yeah. That we already scouted That we know you ain't gonna pick up yeah. Go for it bro We got we saw this guy over there in Kentucky He he ate a sensu bean They don't think they scouted that So we're gonna definitely <laughs> Bro I know what sensu beans are now That makes me so happy <laughs> Congratulations bro, bro. Oh you on Dragon Ball Z now? Yeah Yes sir <laughs> That fuck all right, so if we're going to get off the draft, I wanted to kind of talk to y'all about one more thing before we get off. My okay. beard? No. I bet. Not at all. Um, weirdo. Um, so anyway, um, I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, Draymond Green was on Interrupted the other day. Mm-hmm. Talk about and he was her. talking about Kevin Durant and him leaving. So I wanted to share with you what he said, and I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on it. So he says, and I quote, what should have happened was Kevin come out and say, hey, man, this is it. Like, so let's do this or this isn't it. But you can't just leave the elephant in the room because what happened was the situation came to us every day. Every time we spoke to the media, Clay and myself was asked about our contracts and it was strictly due to Kevin. Because while that was going on, Clay was saying, I want to be a warrior forever. I want to be here. We started this thing. This is where I want to be. I'm saying, I want to be here for my career. We started this. We built this. I want to finish my career here with the guys I started with. I started it with, sorry. And then you kind of had Kevin like, I don't know what I'm going to do next year, and it don't matter. But it does matter, because you're not the only person that has to answer the question. And to be quite frank with you, you're honestly the last person that has to answer the question, because you really don't say shit. You don't say much to the media. If anything, you tell them to shut the fuck up. Well, I don't tell them to shut the fuck up. I kind of have a conversation. And so I'm stuck answering that question all the time. And due to that, there was always an elephant in the room amongst us. You're the elephant in the room, Draymond. Your mouth is the elephant in the room. Shut the fuck up. Why he wants I mean, he, he wants Katie to be like him so bad. That's all I heard just now. Is like, well, we mean Clay do this. He's not from y'all team. You and Clay got drafted and came to that team. So of course you and Clay want to be on that team forever. You yeah, I uh, you 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 exiled KD from jump. KD came in as he is. He's not a, a super talking ass nigga. He came in as he is. You had a, you had your issues. You wanted to be the big bully on the team, big brother to nigga that is bigger than you in the NBA world. And he wasn't with it. You and went older and older than I think he's, he's older. Yeah, than and he's older than you. Like come on, son. He was legit. He came in. You didn't want him to take over your team. So you sit there and caused rough and caused issues between y'all, and it showed live on TV while you guys are playing, and you ran him yeah. out of that team, and now you you mad that he ain't give you no ex that he ain't say like oh fuck you shut I mean, the fuck like you put your 
the elephant in the room, you, you, he just even said like, I answer, I have to answer these all the time because that's how I am. I have a conversation. Then, then don't have a conversation. Don't, I, I, agree. no snap. Draymond, Draymond Green is only one year younger than Kevin Durant. Now, Dylan, I, I agree with you to an extent. Um, I mean, I, I feel like that's how. Pretty much everybody is on Golden State. They have that. They're kind of open with the media. They talk like you know Draymond, Clay, Steph. I think they're all like that. Um, KD's not like that. I mean, KD. No offense, has kind of he's been a bitch a lot of his career. Um, Whether it's his ghost Twitter accounts, you know, sticking up for him, um, or whatever the case may be, or saying fuck you to the media. Um, It's kind of been. Kevin Durant's mo. So I I do think he's he was just upset at the fact that he never really fit their dynamic yeah, of what they do is. there. And and so I I agree with you that he shouldn't have even bothered saying all that because that that's a, two completely that's different situations, apples to oranges. Like it shouldn't have been said. Um. But yeah, I don't I don't think it was necessarily Draymond that drove KD away. I think. KD wanted to win the ship and then prove that he could do it without Golden State. Um, and that kind of just made for whatever eggs. I don't think he ever really had his heart invested in, in Golden State at any point whatsoever. I think he, he needed to get that one ship, and now he needs to get another one to prove he, he can do it without being on the super team. Mm. I feel like Jamal had a part to play. He's a big personality, that's for sure. Like he definitely had a part to play. It's like but, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want to stay in the city either. I wouldn't want to stay there either if I was like clearly the best player on this team. And niggas got it out. You feel me? Like you always. Yeah, but I mean, it's always shit. some shit, and it's like, come on, like at the end of the day, like you guys were there already, and I feel like that's another part of that, that dynamic that was the problem for him too when he got there. Is like I feel like Draymond definitely was on some like you know we won it without you type of shit. Right. And it's I mean, like, I you think tell it's... a girl, and I'm sure he's probably said that shit. No, no, you, no, he see? definitely, no, 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 he definitely told him, no, no, he definitely told him that in an argument. Come on, He bro, said, I'm we don't gone. need you here. You can leave. I'm yeah. gone. He said, he said that, he said that before. Yeah, bro, absolutely. I'm and, KD. I mean, I'm out of there. They, they didn't need, and they, but he was true though. They didn't need them. They didn't need KD. Like, and I think it's one of those situations where Draymond's play backs up what he says a lot of times. Like, he. Yeah, he talks a lot of shit, but that man was instrumental in in two of those championship, you know, titles. Well, I guess. for the re- for the record, not only was he instrumental. Remember, they brought him in because they couldn't beat LeBron. And the year before he went, they were literally they brought, a they game away. Home. They brought in KD to beat LeBron. Oh no, I'm yeah, I was talking. I was saying Draymond was instrumental in two of those championship rings. Oh well, this is what I'll say. This this is my personal opinion on the whole Draymond thing. I've been wanting to say this for forever. And I'm going to say this now. <laughs> Draymond showed his ass last this season. Okay. He had no Curry. He had no Thompson. He, was, he had no big man to help him. He was ass this year. Ass garbage. He was a regular ass basketball player. He's a role player on a high-powered engine, and he loves to pass and rebound, so he was able to get ridiculous numbers and triple doubles. If you put him on another team that does not have Steph Curry and does not have... Clay Thompson, arguably, not even arguably, the best shooting backcourt ever. ever in the history of the NBA. Ever be assembled, ever. 
All I have to do is get one pass and pass. All I got to do is get one pass in the middle of the court, send it to the other side of the court. It's a corner three. I don't want to hear that shit. I don't. And not only did you have that, but you had JaVale McGee, who's not trash. You're throwing lobs all day. You had Andrew Bogut, who's not trash. Like, he always had a big man who was capable of catching lobs, helping out with boards, making sure that he always had one-on-one opportunities. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, Draymond, Draymond, Draymond is okay. That's it. He's okay. I can name 25 players right now better than Draymond. He's a great defender. And arguably. He's, he's great. He's a great role player. He's a great That's what it is. Defender of he's great at doing his goddamn role. But He's not a great man. player. You talk oh, too man. much. He talks way too much. He's a better basketball player than me. I give him that. He talks way too much. He talks way too much for my liking. It's like, bro, for you to talk this much, you better be the team. And right now you're the team just because of the fact that you talk the most on that team. So it's like, of course, they're looking at you as the face because you talk the most. You keep talking about some Clay has no problem talking. Yeah, but Clay don't be out here wild loud either. He kind of like, he said, we got to say and get the part of there. You extra with it. And that's why the media always asking you questions because they know they're going to get something out of you. The media don't be that. Facts. The media don't, 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 the media don't nag KD as much because they know KD not about to give him nothing. But they know if I go talk to Draymond, Draymond about to give me some shit. To talk about tomorrow. Which he always does. Which he always does. He puts his foot in his he mouth. He gets rolled. He gets, he gets, uh, and that's just what I, that's all it is. That's all it is. Like, I think he's great for the system. I think he's awesome. Oh, he's perfect I for think like system. he's definitely, he's changed the game because he plays center. You know what I mean? And and that's, that's different. But in the same context, like, I, I just want to put out there that his best season so far his numbers are 11 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 14 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, 10 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. And in those years, he averaged 1 steal and a block, a steal and a half, a block and a half, 2 steals, and a block and a half. And that was the year that he won the Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, so you know. So I, I just want to put out there that he... he his stats could speak for a little bit more. I think he does more on the court than he actually does for his numbers. Mm-hmm. But I do think there's like five other guys in the league that could do Draymond better than Draymond. It's just Draymond is there now. That's just personally how I feel. True. And you see how KD is now on Sorry. a team where, you know, voice, being a loud person ain't the thing. <laughs> like, he on a team full of mimes. <laughs> like... But I'm very interested to see. I'm, I'm be real with you. I know they're homeboys, but I want to see what's gonna happen with him and Kyrie Irving and how they gonna coexist. That's not gonna work. I can't wait to see. I think work. it can work. It's not. But work. The, the only way, the only way it's gonna work, honestly, I'm gonna tell you where it won't work. Kyrie Irving has a tendency to say some outlandish That's shit. Sometimes exactly what I was gonna say. If Kyrie can shut the fuck up, can't happen, and just let KD play ball. They're going to be perfect. The thing not is, there's happen. nothing you're going to be able to say about KD. I feel like, one, KD's not able to show you that he's not able to do it. Like, KD's yet to show you that he can't do it with any team. Outside of you, probably, like, the, the the Thunder, which I put more on, you know. The team has some dummies on there. But um, as far as, like, you know, KD's been out of action. But last time we seen KD playing, he was leading teams to to conference championships and NBA finals. 
So I don't feel like, you know, on a, on a, on a basketball sense, when it comes down to being on the court, I don't think him and Kyrie Irving should have a problem playing basketball and being able to put up a lot of points for the Brooklyn, for the Brooklyn Nets. At any point in time, you legit have two closers on that team. I don't think there will be a problem good, at first. Two very good closers. And if, if and, they win, and, it won't be a problem. In my opinion, I think both of these guys are, are, are betas. Not necessarily saying as players they're betas, just as people. And on their teams, they've kind of been better fit as the beta. Um, even if they scored the most or whatever. Like I would say like Golden State, for example, Steph is clearly the alpha of that team. Clay's the beta. And I think in this situation, these guys are both betas and they're going to be trying to be the alpha. And I just don't... I can see that is where they start butting heads as far as who is the alpha on that team. I think them being in the East, if they start winning games early, the boys will be straight. Because then there won't be nothing to talk shit about. I feel like the only reason there'll be issues is if they're not winning games. I feel yeah, like if you so once once you start getting on like a little bit of a rut, that that's when things start getting. But I don't think uh, though. I don't think I don't. I've I haven't seen KD be healthy and be in no in no crazy rut with other stars on his team. That's what I'm but, saying. Like here, I feel like. Well, here's going, the other thing. Sorry, go ahead. If he, I feel like if he's playing and he's healthy, just like as Kyrie's playing and he's healthy, they're going to go. They're going to be a, a duo to be reckoned with in the East mm. for sure. When is when is Kyrie healthy? Is my real question. <laughs> like, when is Kyrie? Uh, he, when is Kyrie he, he healthy? Does, like the past few years. Get, like the past few years. Hurt a lot. When is That's Kyrie true. healthy? Like, uh, I feel he'll be straight. I feel. You. I feel like right now, if he's we're thinking, if we're, talk, we're talking about. The, we're thinking play, about. The, he's never played a full. We're thinking. He's never played a full season. If we're thinking about the future right now, the fact that you know, right now the future is looking pretty bright. You feel me? Like if we're not thinking about what's happened in their past, and you look forward to their yeah. body of work in the past. Them being healthy, being like right now, this Corona is helping them continue being healthy and being able to yeah. come out and give the best product. These are two perennial athletes in the NBA. No, for sure. That can legit take the top off of any offense. KD can take the top off of offense and a defense, and they can both close. So I feel like, and they're in the East, so I feel like they have a really good chance to do some work. 100%. And you got Corey, and you got some nice pieces over there too that's supporting. You got, um, what's his name? Levert. The vert's pretty dope. Like they really, they got. I feel like they got some dogs over there, and it just takes them, you know. As long once KD get that first bucket, it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, I think. Do y'all think they should have uh, found a way to hold on to um, uh, D'Lo? No, because then they would have been. No. Nah, let him go. Okay. Him and Kyrie, him, Kyrie, and KD would. It's not gonna work. I yeah. feel like they need like a. Now I feel like they just need a, a legitimate big. Okay. Like a really good big. And I feel like that team would be set. But we'll see. It's definitely going to be nice. It's good that they're getting this break. So that when they, when it's time to play for real, because it's really anticipated for them to, to, them two to be playing together. I know KD. I mean, we going to see. We going to see. I got faith in KD, though. KD ain't never giving niggas a reason not to have it. You feel me? I've yet to see oh, KD play, give play somebody wise? a reason. No, yeah, yeah. On any no, team, I've to see a team with KD on it be trash. Yeah, no, Kyrie, uh, not Kyrie. Sorry, KD's level of play is never, never mm-hmm. a question if, as long as he's healthy. I've yet to see him be trash. So I've yet to see if I've yet to see a KD team be trash. Then I, I don't really see them butting heads unless you know they're trash. Yeah. 
Kyrie's come from a lot of trash, so I feel like he's in that Jimmy Butler complex right now. He just want to win, but it's like, fuck, everywhere I'm going. Damn, bro, the Heat were on such a run, bro. They were doing so well before oh, all this shit. Yeah, the Heat were I hope good. they, I hope they don't lose all that momentum completely when that shit. I mean, resumes, they have, the bro. Heat have been known to have one of the most hardworking programs in the NBA. So, as far as like, pre- like getting prepared for games, I, the way I think Jimmy's, I think Jimmy's super good for their culture too. Exactly the way he like, is, like how intense he is in practice and exactly. stuff. Exactly, that's the culture they already have over there. So that was perfect yeah. to have him on there, and then you add Tyler Hero and. I feel like they the heat I feel like that's one thing that's always kept them to be where they're at is because they just they just compete. They compete in practice, they compete in games. They're dogs. And it shows, so I feel like they'll always be straight. They don't got no they don't got no divas for real. They just got a bunch of guys that just wanna work. Facts. Mm. I agree with all that. All that sounded great. Appreciate y'all input. Mm-hmm. Shut up, Jit. But I'm out. <laughs> All right. What we got next, bro? I would believe it's underrated bars of fame. All right. Don't tell me what to do. Hurry your ass up, Jet. I'm good. I'm out. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I'm out. Exactly. All right. So, um, I wanted to do like a new song. And I was listening to it the other day, and I was like, damn, this song is really good. I should do it on Underrated Bars of Fame, and I think I will. I just wish I knew what the freaking... Oh, figured it out. All right, so anyway, um, there's this new artist. I'm pretty sure Dylan might know of him, YBN Corday. Nope. Don't know who the fuck that is. So YBN Corday, the YBN stands for Young Boss Niggas. Bro, these oh, niggas are annoying with, with these freaking... Yeah, yeah they got to show I, I, all these acronyms. It's annoying. It's and annoying. It's annoying. I didn't I realize... It. I hate it. I didn't realize for NBA Young Boy, NBA... Oh, you said YBN. Oh, because they're a little group. It's like a bunch yeah, of Yeah, they're news. a group. Um, NBA stands for Never Broke Again. Yeah, and then isn't the YNW, isn't there another one? Uh, yeah, why... Why... Uh, Melly, some... Yeah. Uh, all them. Why YNW Melly? That's his name. Yeah. Buddy, that's what, what does it mean? Young Negroes with money? I don't know. That's wow. murder on my mind. Now nah, murder on my mind. Didn't you hear that he reached out to Kanye West to try to help him get out of jail? Yikes. Or prison because of the whole coronavirus thing? I think he has coronavirus. Yep. Boy, ain't nobody wow. get you out of jail, anyway, bro. Stay your facts, ass in bro. that bitch. Mixed person. All right, so YB, YBN stands for Young... What did I say? Young Boss Negroes. Oh, and he has a song with um, Anderson Pack, who I'm a fan of. I like Called RNP, which stands for Rich Negro Problems. And uh, that's the name of the song, RNP. Um, and I'm going to be reading it for y'all. Um, most of them songs, they go back and forth. I mean, most of the songs, they go back and forth between like verses and bars and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to tell you who does what. Just listen to it yourself and you'll figure it out. But anyway, um, here we go. One of y'all is going to be... Okay, one of y'all is going to be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches that going to be rubbing my feet. I got three young is down to bust out the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing on me. Ooh, none of y'all is going to be fucking with me. I got two bad bitches that be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down to bust down the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing on me. I'm okay. 
Put your fucking hands up. This is a fucking anthem. Smiling because I'm young, rich, black, and I'm handsome. Not to mention wealthy. Ass on or healthy. Young millionaire, what the fuck can you tell me? Smell me? Good, that's Chanel Cologne. I'm in Europe with the tourists with no cellular phone. Like, ooh, sounds like rich the problems. I hit a batch with a fistful of condoms and the randomness of risky menages. Like, get the head right, she can get what she wanted. The spits, then flaunt it. My drip like flossed She told me she was prego. I ain't even take the motherfucking dick out my pocket. Yeah, the opposite. She want me to fly her, so I copped a jit. Must be thinking I'm a one-way ticket on a runway, dripping in my feng shui, sipping on a Sunday. One of y'all is going to be fucking with me. I got two bad just going to be rubbing my feet. I got three young is down to buzz down the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing on me. Ooh, none of y'all is going to be fucking with me. I got two bad just going to be rubbing my feet. I got three young is down to buzz down the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing on me. I bought a Montclair coat for the times we were broke. I'm going to wear it in the summer on LeBron James' boat. Front row, duh, bro. We don't sit on nosebleeds. Ain't your pockets obese? They won't fit in those seats. Hey, we like a cold team. The Shaq and Kobe. Like back in 03, I was only like six. Shit, I was like 16, but I can give a 16. I can make a scream. That's a bit extreme. I got a thick bald bitch. I call her Mrs. Clean. My drip frosty like Halls and Listerine. We all all-stars. You hardly six string. Yeah, I had the ball hard to harvest these dreams. Sort of got me too. No Harvey Weinstein. The coupe was lime green. My wrist was blinding. We party in South Beach, Ferraris and blue cheese. What the fuck does that even mean? Just let the hook sing. One of y'all is going to be with me. I got two bad bitches going to be rubbing my feet. I got three young niggas down to bust out the heat. And all y'all ain't got nothing on me. R.M.P. YBN Corday featuring Anderson Pat. I ain't gonna lie, I just All listened right. to that bit while you was rapping. That shit slob. Who you might have to listen to that bit? I'm, I'm telling All you, right. underrated bars of fame. That song is really good, especially that last verse where they're going like bar for bar. Mm-hmm. Nah, them boys off, off the, yeah, that is good. It's slid. really good. I might have to listen to that album. It's good. Slid on that guy. Yeah, underrated bars of fame, man. I did some research for you guys today. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, sir. So we we pretty much done in this banana. We just gotta let them know uh, how they can reach us on email. Uh, ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about on Instagram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. What about on Twitter? Balls underscore podcast. Oh, I tried to sneak that one in on you, boy. I did. I did. No, no, no. No, no. I did. I did. I did. No, no, no. Shout out to shout out to your fiance for being on for just a little bit and then clearing it. Shout out to my wife for being here for a little bit and then clearing it. Appreciate y'all ladies for the support. Thanks, man. <laughs> with, with that being said, we are done. Yeah. Appreciate y'all for listening to us, man. For how many times? How many times is this Buddha? 136. 136 times. Appreciate y'all, man. Y'all can be listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but y'all not. Oh. Y'all listening to us, and we will really appreciate that. Yes, so For the future's sake, just keep listening to us, man. We're going to keep giving you bomb-ass content to listen to. I almost messed up, but I picked that phone back up, and I ran into the end zone. Fuck so, with your boy. Subscribe. Five stars. All that good shit. Silly nigga. Yes, sir. Bye, hoes. All right, y'all, boss.